Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy Big Game James from Big Game Sports Buzz, and you are joining us live in the Chop Shop. That's right, your boy Big Game, the usual suspects, and we got a special guest with us tonight. But before I introduce my special guest, I got my man Jay Stoggs, the Buff Nerd, is in the house. What up? Let's and go. A Reed, the musicologist, is in the house. Already, baby. So, so joining me all the way from Arizona is my main man, former college roommate businessman, entrepreneur, always looking to, to better himself and his community, uh, former NFL football player and Arena Football League football player, Mr. Cedric Pittman, goes by the name of C. Pitt. What's going on, Ced? Not much, man. Appreciate you having me. Hey, brother, I'm so glad yeah. you had the chance to get on and, and join us tonight, man, and in the shop. And, you know, Ced, like I tell you, I told you the other day when we talked in the shop, we come up with a list of things we want to talk about. It might go to the right. It might go to the left, but it normally come right back to the middle of what's going on. Hot topics today going around yes, uh, in, in sports, but also in life. And so without further ado, y'all, do y'all think it's time? If only if you've been living under rock, you have not heard what happened at the Oscars uh, on Sunday night between, get started, between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And yeah, I really couldn't believe it. But at the same time, it was good. But for I'm, I'm going to run the tape real quick, y'all. Um, I just feel like we need to we need to show what happened and 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 get Jada, things rolling. Love you, GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. Uh oh. That... <laughs> it's, that was a that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh. Wow. wow. <laughs> Will Smith. Did- yeah. He said Will Smith just slapped the shit out of him. Yeah. So uh, they they muted it and, and kind of took it out and they they blurbed out the part. I they YouTube just changed that because it was just saying that like when I loaded it the other day, uh, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. Pretty much right. is what he said and and um, twice. Right. Oh, there it is. It, hold, let me. That was uh, back in. But hey, Chris, he, he tried to get it back okay. together. This one, I think it was real. Okay. So. No. Not nah. scripted. <laughs> Shout out to the homie just said, I really think that was scripted. Yeah. So. Mr. Dar, what's up, my guy? Hey, Mike, man. Thanks for coming in and, and chopping it up with us, man. And, yes, sir. you know, I know you and your family going through some some things right now with the loss you just had. So, uh Big uh, condolences from Big Game James and Big Game Entertainment, praying, man. Praying, praying for you praying. and the family, Mike. Yeah. Uh, hope that y'all get get through that loss, that y'all suffering fast, man. I know that's not easy. Um, and see, hey guys, me and Sid had a conversation the other day because I hit him up to talk about uh coming on the show, and he had a real interesting take on it, and I really liked it because he told me about Will Smith's audio book that I never even had a chance to uh. Listen to it here. Stoggs, Reed, have y'all have y'all heard uh Will's audiobook? I heard that he had one out. Um never really, you know, went into it, but I did hear that he had something. Yeah, All right. Go ahead, Sam. I want you to touch on that, bro. Right. If you get a chance, you should check it out. But uh, you know, we often look at uh actors, actresses as more than human, you know, superhuman. But in his in his audio books, he talks about how he felt like a coward. For the majority of his life, he talks about the uh, verbal and physical abuse that his mother suffered from his father. He talked about being bullied in Philadelphia. Uh, more importantly, he talked about not standing up for the women 
and for himself in his lifetime. So when I saw him slap the sh- out of <laughs> out of uh, you know Chris, I, it, 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 it took me right back to chapter eight in his audio book that he says, the next time I get a chance to defend someone I love, I'm not going to miss that opportunity. Um, do I think that that was the 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 you know the boiling over point for him? Yes. Do I think he has deeper issues going on with him? Yes. But uh, you know anybody can snap on any given day. Yeah, you know Great. my thing. My, my thing is this, man. You know, I've I've gone on stage and told jokes. I've done that before, right? And so, you know, some are good, some are great, and some are bad, and some are horrible. Some land, some don't. You know, but the fact that you have somebody that comes up, and, you know, I get that you want to defend your wife, defend your woman. I get all of that. But when you understand that a person is doing their job, and that's his job, that's what he was doing, and you come up and you physically assault him, I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. And, and, and there are people, you know, they're like, look, he got what he deserved. Like, nah, bro. He told jokes. That's what he told. He told a joke. Bad joke, good joke, whatever, but he told a joke. But when you are putting your hands on someone, because my thing is this, if you feel like you need a defender, that's cool. But Chris would have been well within his rights to defend himself. Oh, absolutely. And if something happened then, who we're looking, who are we looking at? Right. So, I mean, I, I get it. You know, I watched it live and I, I went straight to Twitter. I went to black Twitter. I went to all of it. I was like black Instagram, give it to me, baby. Cause I know you got it. You know what I'm saying? Watch the Japanese version in the, in the Arabian version. Hold on, you know, man. They, what, what, what the Japanese version look like? I said, they, they don't bleep any, they don't bleep it. Yeah. I believe that's anything. where it aired first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't oh, believe it. That's right because of the time yeah, change, the difference in right. mm-hmm. But yeah, but they, they, they actually, they, you know, they, they have, uh, uh, you know, their own sensors and stuff like that, man. But I mean, it's we, we're getting mm-hmm. to a point, and, and to your to your point, Mike, we're getting to a point where people are not able to say anything. I think it's PG. Is right. and it's it's Bro, getting sad. PG. You know, with with that, I'm actually looking at because I, I remember I went to I just recently went to a show of Aerie Spears, right? That was down here at the Improv, and he talked about everybody that was in that front row. I mean, he would, I mean, he went in. Nobody got up on stage. People laughed. They had a good time. They went home, and that was it. Because that's what comedians talk about pain, whether it's theirs or someone else's. But we're all be able to relate to it. So, that's my take, man. And that's the kind of stuff that made Dave Chappelle so great. Yeah, he you know he pushed he pushed the limit and made everybody laugh about it, from blacks to whites, Hispanics, whatever you want to call it. Right. He did it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I can go a million ways with this. I can go a million ways. I right, go go what direction you want to go first, um, so I can pick it back up. It's a like, do what you do, man. Because we keep it all the way 100 about what we think and what we feel about what what happened with this whole situation. And my whole thing, Reed, and I'm going to let you get back, because I want you to make your point. At, at what point, though, would we fault? Do we, do we or would we have fault, faulted Chris Rock 
for re- having a reaction to it. Because like I said, everything's getting soft now. And when I saw it, and Will cracked up laughing the first part of the joke. Dude, but Jada, the one who rolled her eyes and made a face like, oh, this ain't funny. I can't believe he did this. So that's when Seth's point came in, why I wanted him to make it. Because at what point did it cross the line and flip that switch where Will just lost it? And I, how many people well, go go ahead, say it. Go ahead. And just the thought, Jada shouldn't get a pass. Mm. Jada shouldn't get a pass because she publicly and and we as men, moreover as black men, you know, Speak we Speak you know on. what I'm saying? That 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 cuts deep and you got these different uh platforms, red table talk, where she openly, openly come on disrespected this man. Yeah. And if you think about how social media, he was a meme yeah, after that. Big time, uh, yeah. Uh, Kanye broke down. He was a meme after that. Tyrese broke down. He was a meme after that. <laughs> well, often we don't talk to any professionals about our feelings and what we're going through. Right. So does she get a pass? Hell no. That's she will. Not in my book. Not right. in my book. And, and said that point you made, I think, is a good one. Because I believe because of her openness to air so much of their laundry on her red table talk, I think Chris Rock felt like he had the green light. And the thing he is, damn right got the green light. And if the thing you is, put all like, of that business out on the street as a comedian, you can say what the fuck you want. Right. He can right. say whatever he wants. Yeah. And Jay Period. said it best. It's a joke. At what point in time... I mean, think about it, y'all. We grew up in the era, I know me, being young, sneaking and looking around the corner with my parents listening to Richard Pryor yeah. and Red Fox. They said some outlandish, crazy stuff. <laughs> but at the same time, we knew we weren't going to take heed to it. I've been to comedy shows, like you said, Jay, where someone, they, they letting in on you and right. you like, oh, they about to get my big ass. <laughs> they might, they might not. Right. But if they do, they do. It's part yeah. of it. And my, this is what I hate. And I might be trying, I might sound like I'm trying to be politically correct. And I'm not really, not really. But one point that one of my boys made to me is, yeah. dog, at what point, why is it that on this stage when we have a black producer that put this together, oh, we have brothers that just had to act the fool with one another on a stage? Now, I think man. a lot of people say Chris should have whipped his ass. I feel that, but at the same time, I'm not pissed that he tried to take a high road to it because all the negative backlash that would have come on. Absolutely. And they would have associated everybody black with them two fools fighting at the Oscar, man. That's real talk. Yeah, they probably would have. And that's that's the big narrative of this whole thing. You notice how it has to be black folks. It has to be the black folks. I mean, just going to keep it on. Now, you can say whatever you want, however you feel. Some people say it's real. Some people say it's fake. I know I've kind of looked at it about a whole bunch of times. To me, yeah. I think it was really just a staged up thing that's gone mm-hmm. blow. It, it, it was supposed to do what exactly was going on right now. We're supposed to be talking about it. It's supposed to be in everybody's mouth. You know what I'm saying? So, My thing is this. The real, the average man, the average man would have kicked Will's ass. Period. Or went down swinging one or two. Yeah. Went down yeah. swinging. Right. Or, or, or if he didn't whoop his ass right there, he would have waited to the break, say, bro, let's go in the back and, and, and we finna have a talk. You know right. what I'm saying? If he wanted to take that high road to keep the oh, show yeah. going, you know what I'm saying? And then when we go on break, partner, we finna go to the back real quick and, and we gonna we gonna handle this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um if you, and then if you at break the same down, time, at ahead. the same time, just like said says, man. Me personally, 
I've lost a lot of respect for Will through the years. I lost that at the Red Table Talk. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I lost that way back six degrees of separation type shit. <laughs> Let's not get there. Okay. But I'm saying, as you've seen throughout throughout his career, like I don't know what it is about Jada, and I don't know why people put her on such a freaking pedestal. Like she mm-hmm. know, like like she's so fucking perfect. She's clearly shown that she don't give a damn about. The the, the 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 values of a marriage or anything like that right. and will has just let all of that stuff happen right. i'm not necessarily saying that the man has to take control but we all know that in in a marriage you know the man is there to lead the woman is sitting there to follow and y'all play the 50 50 role right he's clearly let that girl do whatever he wants whatever she she's wanted to do like you said red table talk she can sit there and air all all they dirty laundry Ain't no way in the world. How come you ain't slapping August Alcina for, 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 for doing what he did in your house? Man, look. Wow. But, you know, this we, we talk about Jada. This is kind of her M.O., man. Look, she dated Pac. This is the type of dude. And she still she, talk about this man. I'm just yeah. saying, man. I'm just, man. I'm just saying. But, look. Shout it, out it, to the bro. Right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, big up to, you know, mentioning my guy, Bernie Mac. That's my favorite dude of all time the one that put it down for sure but again at some point man we've 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 got to understand and recognize that hey if if this is what we're going to do because to me it also ruined the moment for quest love i watched that documentary that was an amazing documentary bro like i got my in-laws like yo let's watch this we yeah. all watched it together. I watched it at least four times. I need to get. I need you to give me a little, little, little background on that, Jay, so I know what you're talking about. I, I missed the yeah. Quest Love one. I missed that. Uh, uh, Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, okay. Yeah, he directed okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Put all the tapes together. Yeah. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and then got some of the acts that were actually performing there. Uh, got them together in interviews, people that wow. were actually there as children and, you know, young adults that were there. I mean, it was wow. beautiful, man. I mean, you okay. know what I'm saying? It, it, it really was. It was. It was a moment in history that was just, it was taped, it was filmed, mm-hmm. and then it was locked away, and no one knew about it. I, heard, I know, okay, I remember seeing the previews of the documentary, so I'm yeah, about yeah. to check oh, that out. Right. You can yeah, check it on, uh, on, on Hulu. Okay. Catch yeah. it on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, about the 1969 out, yeah. uh, Harlem Festival. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was it was the fact that that's ruined, and now you know what I'm saying you now the butt of other people's jokes as they're getting their awards, waiting on you to get yours. You know what I mean? And now you get it. Now it's ruined because folks, all they thinking about is okay, right. is what's he gonna say? How's he gonna do this? I mean, dude, it was just it was a bad moment. It shouldn't have happened, you know. And if you and unfortunately, and you guys can definitely talk to this. You're pro athletes. And unfortunately, we as fans, we as people put you in a realm of, well, hey, you knew this is what you were going to get into. You know, being a pro athlete, that's as a fan, that's what we think. Because right. we're paying for your salary, right? With ticket sales and jersey sales. And we buying your movies and we buying your music. So we feel as though we have the right to just say and do whatever when in reality we don't you know that's that's my feeling and sentiment like look i can talk about how bad you playing but i'm not going to talk about fam i'm not going to talk about kids i'm not going to talk about wives i'm not going to do that because to me that's too personal and that i'm not trying to get you out your game like that i just talk about you know 
how many you know tackles you missed last game. I'll yeah. talk about that. And, and that's warranted because as an athlete, you we know if we don't perform that the biggest critics are going to be even your own fans of your team, right? That's mm-hmm. going right. to come out. But it, to me, when I look at this. But y'all ain't out there slapping folks. For, for exactly. <laughs> my, but, and my point was about to be, Reed, everybody knows Chris Rock is almost in that same boat as Chappelle is where he will push the envelope with his joke oh, yeah. telling, right? He'll lay things out there. He'll speak on it. But I feel like these two have had to have some kind of relationship before where there's a way for him to handle that. Like, yo, dog, you know you're wrong for that. You know Jay the sensitive about this. Whatever. Pull me to the back. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a way. Because Just pull me to the back and say it. I oh. feel like he tried to save face and tried to show I ain't no punk when his wife looked at him sideways. Yeah. And he wanted to play the tough and role. tell you who run it. That and not and not know and knowing that I know what kind of dude Chris is, he ain't gonna go off on me. Because when Chris when he walked up, Chris Rock said, Uh oh, like yeah. a joke, like I, and I thought Will was going to headlock him or say something crazy or, or, right. or fake, right? Then it's just like, ooh! <laughs> Damn, what happened? Now, 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 we can break down the movie. We can break down the, the, little, the little clip or whatever, okay? You know, clearly he made the joke. And it's right. G.I. Jane. Was it that damn bad? It wasn't and that then, bad. Even on top of that. Even Jimmy on top Moore was still kind of cool looking in that movie. With that even head. even on top of that, how many people actually knew that the, that this woman, quote unquote, had alopecia? Because I didn't know that. I did not you know, until I, I didn't know that until all of this. Okay, because you don't watch the Red Table Talk, Reed. That's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> you're not in the know. Because you're not in the know. <laughs> Why? You're not in the know. Why, stop? You're not in the know. I, I don't fault. need to be in the shit. Clips tell you everything. <laughs> the little clips of the Red Table Talk tell you everything. Instagram <laughs> right. and Twitter, well, they post know. it up all the damn time. You didn't know. I don't it's need to go on YouTube I blame to see you. that. I blame you. Hey, blame you, you want to, you you joke with me about watching Ratchet TV, J-Stogs. You yeah, do watch Ratchet about, TV. You talking about Red Table Talk? That's not Ratchet. That falls in the same category as Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Which you do watch. I like, yeah, I watch Love and Hip Hop because I think that's some scripted <laughs> shit. They they trip on that show for for, for they ain't that many. When have you been to a restaurant and seen that many glasses of water fly Bro. for no reason at all? <laughs> only <laughs> only in Atlanta, Miami, and New York when they filming you know this what? show. You know, you know why? Because I don't go to those places. I go to respectable places like, like Red, Red Lobster. Red okay, <laughs> so just, just, you know what I mean. Like Red <laughs> I go to Red Lobster. They man. don't throw glasses in Red Lobster, man, because they give you plastic cups. That's the place I go. Okay, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, man. And shout out to Red Lobster and the Cheddar Biscuit. Shout out to me, Cheddar I, Bay Biscuit. Look, Cheddar, I heard, Cheddar Bay. <laughs> I heard Shannon Sharp. I even heard Shannon Sharp say it on on on, on Shannon and Skip. He said, "Nigga, I'd had to come out that time for it. Whatever I had on there, I would come out that tux." <laughs> oh, I got much respect the- for Chris though, because he is a professional, and, and you look. He understood, I think, what was at stake if he did. Now, if you look at the clip, you can break it down on your own. But you see, his, he balled his fist up a little bit like, okay, c- come in again. I'm going sh- I'm to show you where I'm from. You know, I'm from East Coast, too. I'm going to show you where I'm from. But I, I think it's, again, I think it goes back to his professionalism. He did the right thing. He, he And if he had done anything, it would have been worse. He stepped up, did the right thing. So, yeah. Can can That's I take this just a little bit deeper? Go ahead, man. I want to hear. I I I love where this conversation is going, man. I, I I like your brother's take on this. See, this is the beauty of Hollyweird. 
That's what I call it, Hollywood. Think about this thing, y'all. Think about the kind of stuff that people have to do, have to do in Hollywood to stay relevant. It's a lot of things that we don't see, but you don't understand the things that they have to do behind closed doors to get to where they at. And it's been yeah. documented on some people. Right. And it's not on everybody. But I always believe that all those guys that are in Hollywood that are always doing the big moves and stuff like that, they have them hanging by a little string like this. Mm. Whatever that they have on them behind the scenes, they have to do. So this might have been something that Will Smith maybe had to do. His chance to probably get his credibility back from being humiliated on the red table and all this other mm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he comes out, does the King Richard movie, you know what I'm saying? And okay, I didn't watch it, but from what everybody's saying, it was a great movie. I'm mm -hmm. not taking anything away from Will's acting and stuff like that, but you got to understand you have to do things in Hollywood to keep yourself relevant. They make you do things to keep yourself right, and, and you scrunch, scrunch up your face all you want, but, but then he just make himself relevant mean, by releasing the uh Bel Air on Peacock yeah. because he's the executive yeah. producer of this or the show. Dude, Don't you, I mean, dude. Dude, but to his good. point, to, to his point, he wasn't asked to leave the Oscars. He yeah, was there asked, you go. He in his seat. He, he right. literally, less than 10 minutes later, gave an acceptance speech right. for King what Richard and right. proceeded. The Oscars didn't press any charges. Chris didn't right. press charges. Uh, there was plenty of security in the building. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> uh, he got right. a standing ovation. Right. Yeah. So... So do you, you think openly walk up there and slap but, somebody? But do you think everybody yeah, else was scared he was gonna slap the shit out of them too if they would have said something? Nah, I mean Tyler Perry came up to a Denzel. I, I bet you if you slap Denzel, I bet you'd be some shit going down he here. He wouldn't slap Denzel though. Well, Denzel then there you go. There you go. But I mean, you got Bradley <laughs> Cooper coming up to him. I mean, you got all these people comforting Will Smith. You know, I mean, look, you know, talking about relevance, bro. This, this dude has he has had relevance for a while you know right. what i'm saying long time i got a you. long time and Not he's clean. been in a lot of different things that could have warranted an oscar nod but i mean chris and him have this kind of relationship look uh chris rock was on the bell uh on fresh Prince of bel-air way back in the day i mean he right. actually you know what i'm saying he played a role on the yeah. show uh, he talked about him and Jada not being at the uh, at the Oscars. They were boycotting because concussion wasn't even nominated. So I mean, they you know they, there's history there, but it's the fact that again this this sets a bad precedent where people you know we saw Kanye do this at the Grammys. People just walk up on stage and shit like, hey, you know what, you know who I am? I'm just gonna do this and whatever, you know. Now Kanye is living in you know in the basement of the of the you know of the stadium but still that's a whole nother thing but i just man i i, I worried that now what, what's next you know and, right. and i was i was talking to uh some people i was like yo do you think this is it for will smith you know do you think this because no. they can take his card they can take his acting card they, they right. take the sad card but I, I don't see will going he just won for this, they, ain't man. Gonna take his card. they um if anything right now it, it's, it might be controversial but like you said it bring like Reed said, it brings attention to that actor. And at the bottom, at the end of the day, if you're not raping children and touching little touching kids and can make the studio money, you gonna still get work. Will Smith yeah, I mean, can still generate revenue and bring money in. You know what I'm saying? Just, so yeah, they're not running the from black that dude, right now. So it's gonna be all right. How many of them was in the audience? Number one, <laughs> he wouldn't have slapped no white person. That's what I'm saying. He slapped, he slapped the black dude. So he wouldn't have slapped a white part. person at the Oscars. That would be the end of his career. That would have been the end of his career. Period. Then he would have been escorted. 
Period. In cuffs. Period. He would have had the braces on stocks. So my question was, or is, was he out of character or was he in character? Mm. You know, don't forget he's an actor. I I want to hear y'all's take. Because mama said she ain't never seen him get out of line like that. Look, if if you notice, Hollywood got him by the balls. Nah, man, he stay. You know, he stays in character like that. It, so he did Ali, and right after yeah. he did Ali, he did Men in Black, and you can tell in the first part of Men in Black, he still kind of sounded like Ali. At least he did to me, and I think he just he just stays in those roles, and then it takes him a while to get out of it. But what yeah. what role was he still in? Was he playing a pimp from Memphis where he just went Richard, around and slap? Nah. No, nah, Richard was crazy. Listen, Richard, Richard Williams is a, was a crazy MF. Okay, he yeah, was okay. crazy. Yeah, crazy. I give you that. But, it's documented. But this is my whole question, y'all, and, and help me understand if, if y'all got a take on it. To where if it was scripted and made up, what was there to gain for Chris Rock, Will Smith, and the and the Academy for scripting that slap to happen? Like exactly what, are, what we're doing they, now. Okay, we're talking about it, but what oh, relevance no, no. is talking? These, not are, just that. These, these are two of the biggest names in Hollywood you got, Reed. So, okay, but check this out. Check this out. Chris Rock is about to do a comedy tour. Yeah, he is. Okay. He's, he can just okay. skyrocket because of this. The okay. ego tour. Okay, I got you. Oh, that makes sense. He ain't been relevant. I mean, you know, like, he's been a host of the Oscars, but what has he really like? He may have put up like a Netflix special out, you know what I'm saying? But what, 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 what? Has transit, you know, what has got him some paper after that? Are you hey, saying any material? Why don't, you, why don't you go out there and get slapped on national TV, man? And you have something to talk about man. when you're wow. doing these. When you're doing that, I don't care. I don't care. I'm the look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or none Sounds of that. Like it. No, 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 I'm not. Your I'm not foil. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I definitely look at everything. I'm not gonna sit there I and just look at it. That's shit for face value, bro. I'm not gonna look, but that's quite ironic. The comedy that you, tour that you gonna mean, sit there and openly let a man slap you, and then all of a sudden, yo, why do you slap him? That's what I want to get. If you're really upset, you slap. All right, you slap a man. Come on, you slap a man. Slap him in. What grown man is gonna let another man just come and slap? Him? I think it's just more disrespectful. But who's slapping me? Serious. <laughs> oh yeah, punch, it's way that's more serious. disrespectful you to slap it and punch yeah. me now. You punch me like I, I punch if I back. punch you, I don't but, like you. But if I slap I think, you, I, I think, a punch is something. Yeah, I a think punch a slap is something. But it is something about yeah, slipping. I mean, like, five fingers like, to the oh, face. Come on, dog. Slap the shit out of me. Ain't like, none of y'all up in here. Yeah, that's true. None of y'all up in here, myself included. And any man come up there and just slap you like that. Be honest, man. And the technique of the slap. He had perfect form. That's slapping him and held it, you know. Coach ah. held it, like you should have three. He held that. That's slap. it. Yeah. Joe, oh, that's it. That's a good point. He's he's slapped. I'm like, why? If you really upset, you trying to? Hey, I'm trying to put you down. You're not gonna say nothing else. That's how you say nothing else. But to slap him, yeah. come on, man. What you? I'm not. I said I don't conform to conspiracy, but it's something. It's something different about a man that slaps another man. And, and like, you had that long walk. You sat there for a minute. You laughed at the joke. Looked at your wife. She's like, "I know you're finna do something, right? Pac would do something." Oh, oh, oh! That's where you went with. You that. know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Look, he was like, "You right." 
May he rest in peace. He's right here. Nipsey. Nipsey. <laughs> they had a video of Nipsey slapping the shit out of a dude. The one in the parking lot bothering him? In the parking lot. <laughs> but even that dude kind of had to get restrained himself because a normal man is going to be like, dog, the hell? I'm going to come back at you. I'm right. just saying, the regular normal person is not just going to openly let a dude sit there and slap it. This ain't no slap contest or nothing like that. <laughs> they be having where you can win a prize at the end. Of See, that's willingly letting somebody slap Have y'all seen that money. foolishness on the internet? Oh, come on, bro. Oh, my God. Come on. Dude. Oh, yeah, start, if yeah. we find one yeah. locally, I'm not we going. Find a, if we find a slapping contest, we got to go on and, and do a show no. in front of it, dog. I, hey, <laughs> they be talking stupid when they that pop. Bro, they put powder on their hand and slap each other. I refuse. (laughs) I refuse. Hey, hey, matter of fact, if they got one that comes to town, I'm going to enter you into the contest. You can enter me all you want to. I don't have to show up. Come on, man. No. It won't be me (sighs) slapping you. No, it's so no. much you can say about this stuff. Man. Just, hey, it's been, I'll give the Philadelphia Eagles fan to come me no. off oh, oh, this thing has been pissing me off since I seen entanglement. And and, and and one more, one more, one more thing I'm gonna say. Dude. Go ahead, dog. This shows how much of a sham that they marriage is, y'all. That I I, I can second. That. No, honestly, listen, listen, listen to I, me. You can call listen it a sham. Listen to me, like. I know some of y'all are married. You know what I'm saying? I've been married before, but real real man, you're you going to hold the values of your marriage, okay? Right. And you tell me, are any of y'all comfortable with another guy coming in and sleeping with your wife? Never. Are what? any of you guys sitting there comfortable with your wife oh, going out there and, and, and putting all your business out there on the street, even if it's to her close friend. Say, you, know, you would no. sit there and check that shit at the Come door. No, what the hell hey, you man, doing? Me, I'm just going to be 100% honest with y'all. And my wife will hear this later and know I ain't lying. I tear this whole mother lover all the way up. <laughs> it's going to get towed all the way up. Exactly. I mean, so why is it so? So why is it that society looks at their relationship like it's such a golden thing? No, it's a, it's, 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 it's a show though. I don't think yes, I don't think people who really value they put uh, they put marriage they put on a pedestal nah. and they kids and all this stuff on a pedestal and they do nah. yes they do they do nah, I don't I don't I don't think anyone has ever constantly. I've never heard anyone say I wish I had a marriage like Will and Chater or no right. one has ever said I right. wish my kids I'm just reading this want to put out there talking about the boy want to take his nipples off look here man look here <laughs> look here. <laughs> Look they here. don't support that bullshit. Look here, Society don't, don't support it. I don't think no. so. No, like when you yeah. when you look at no. Black Love, you might say Grant Hill and Tamia before you say Will and Jada's ass. No, I, I know me. I don't. I would never base the value of a black marriage on that bullshit. Man, you know I'm rocking Michelle. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. all you need. That's the okay? standard. That's the only standard we need. But Barack and Michelle, yeah. okay. That's the standard. Not not these fools. Not these clowns. I mean, come on, man. Like I said, you you got you got the daughter talking about she she uh, uh all a uh, all a uh, sexual what she like everybody. She don't care who well, what dog cat boy oh, girl what well. car whatever. <laughs> if she down, she got the need. Whatever she gonna get it fed. God don't <laughs> bless no mess. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, but you Amen. know, but but God take care of babies and idiots. So look, it it, it come down to this, man. At the end of the day, with these people, you know, I hope that at some point this gets recovered. He, he, 
you know, Will can figure out what it is that he needs to do. Jada can stop being whatever sensitive or she can get over that and Chris can do what he needs to do, whatever. But at the end of the day, man, they ain't paying my bills and I got to move on with my life. But I like to talk about it because it's fun. Did anybody else laugh and rewatch it a couple of different times? I just told you I watched it in every language. Every, you did. Yeah. Every language. <laughs> I didn't necessarily laugh. I was just shocked. I, well, I think that's what made me laugh. I was like, I can't believe he slapped this man like that. I and I can't that. believe he took that slap like that. Yeah. Right. And I don't hey, take Chris Will serious. I don't take Will serious as a as a as a like Will don't scare me, man. No, he's not a tough guy. He's a prankster. He ain't no nigga that scares me. Yeah. Welcome to me, dog. I fresh prince your ass, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like square biz. Oh, that shoot. was one. That was one. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> All right, we go, yeah, we we know, we know, we uh, know. That's what we're gonna keep got, it. We know. Where be? Hey, hey, we stand on Reed right now because we know if he get hot. That n word gonna come boiling. <laughs> oh, it's gonna machine got out. <laughs> no, no, man, let's talk about sports. We are gonna keep it real. Oh, hey, but on a lot of on another side of things, um, Jay Stoggs likes to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers and call them the lame show. The and rightfully so right now, there's a couple teams in the NBA really struggling, but LeBron James the other night against the Pelicans, man, they had, he had 39 points. He's been carrying his weight, but he suffered an ankle injury late in that game. They gave up a 26 point lead and mm-hmm. lost to the Pelicans. My question to y'all is, is it time for LeBron James Yes. So the Lakers just shut him down for the rest yes. of the season since they're really playing themselves out of the chase for even the playing game right now. It's time to trade LeBron. Trade? Just straight trade? Trade him? Damn, Jay. Why not? Get something for him. <sighs> but, I mean, 37 year old LeBron on anybody on Charlotte, tickets. Washington, tickets. Tickets. Which, okay, I mean, he still has another year on his contract. And then, then what? I'm, I'm just saying. What, but we already know the arrogance of the Lakers are going to believe that they can still bring other pieces in it, in and put it around with, him to compete. What? I don't they, know with what, but you know how they think. They are they not going to give up LeBron James. They have sacrifice. no trade capital. They have no young players. Trade AD. Street clothes. There's trade street bomb. clothes, David. Now that now that's the real question. Do they trade LeBron or AD? Because you got to get rid of one. AD you can't keep both. AD get rid of AD. AD too Bye. fragile. Bye. Too fragile. Too street clothes, man. Dude, street I do clothes. not see him being able to hold up an NBA season now. I mean, it's yeah. just I can't unsee all the injuries that we've seen already. Like, what is he gonna do to really bring? His true because everybody's like, oh, he's such a great player. He has such a high ceiling. If he can just get back, oh, he practiced the other day. We know how they practice it during the season in the NBA. That ain't showing nothing that he really ready to go out there and grind and play and make things happen. Yeah, right. That boy fragile though. Uh, fragile. Uh, but I mean, that's that that goes to the point of you know the West right now is is Phoenix has won it. They've locked it up. So now everyone is vying for you know, second through six, and then you got the play-in, you know, 
talk about my Mavs, they got a chance to hit third. They're about to move up to third. They'll beat you know the Lakers saying? tonight to kind of secure that third. Let's mm-hmm. get it. It's going to be hard for the Mavericks to lose that spot, the scenarios they were talking about earlier today, Jay. You know what I'm saying? So, so you got that. You got Denver. Eh, you know, they, they, they kind of struggling right now. Like, everybody mm-hmm. is struggling right now. And so every the, the teams that are getting hot, that are getting there, you know, um, the real question is next year, you know, we start talking about the West, how that's going to look. You know, the Clips, they're going to have their two guys back, Paul George and Kawhi are going to be back, right? Golden State, they should be at full strength for the whole season. But they're so, looking bad right now in these last couple of games. Man, mm-hmm. look, Steph is what makes it go. I don't care what you say. Steph is what makes it go. Mm-hmm. And now, when you don't have Steph and mm-hmm. you lose Draymond, I mean, look, them young cats they nice, but they they not that nice. And James Wiseman hadn't been he hadn't played all year. He's just been ruled yeah. out for the rest of the year too, and that was your number Yo, one pick center, a couple years yeah. ago. But now here's the real question, because realistically, y'all, when the season started, no one really expected much out of Golden State, right? No, everyone's kind of giving them a pass because they knew Clay was still out. He was going to come back slowly. Uh, right. They didn't know how much they can do. They got hot. They had Powell and other people start playing really well. Next thing you know, everyone elevates them back up to the top because of how they played early. But now it's starting to look like the fatigue is setting in a little bit with the lack of depth they have. So do they really get a pass on if they fall out of that top three and then not really be able to compete to win that championship or come out of the West? Because I still think Phoenix is going to be hard to beat. Well, you can't do nothing about injuries, bro. You can't do nothing. I'm sure y'all know as far as football players, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, playing in the league. You guys can sit there and be having a good team. You know what I'm saying? This is down the third. We've seen it plenty of times where you have a, the quarterback playing an amazing season, having an amazing mm-hmm. season. And as soon as that quarterback is hurt and he's out for right. the season, you put that back up in, your season goes down. Yeah. Right. Your expectation that went up, that shit goes down. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing goes, the same thing goes for the NBA, man. So, so, so with that being said, you know, health is wealth and timing. Sometimes it's not the best team. It's the team that's playing best at that time. Right. So right. moving along to the playoff, who's going to peak with health and who's playing the best at this time? Hey, man, Memphis Grizzlies, too. Well, John was out. John's been uh, hurt a little bit. You know, he's been banged up. And they, they've held their own for the most part. But, you know, I, I kind of look at them as the new Atlanta. You know, um, Unproven, you know that that rotation is going to be really key, and so they're going to have to pe- have to have people step up that hadn't had to have stepped up. You know now your bench gets shorter, right? So mm-hmm. you know that nine, you know that ninth man. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him like, okay, who is that? Who who's going to be that one? So yeah. uh, I like Phoenix. Obviously, you know they. It, it seems as though they figured it out. They they're clicking at the right time to coach. Um and then Paul is back. Um and they I mean look it's just a good team. I think what they saw last year, they don't want to repeat. Paul is hungry. He wants to get his to solidify his legacy, which he doesn't mm-hmm. need. I mean and that's does he need it? Eh you know, he he'll go down as one of the greatest that didn't win right. it. Right. So he'll have a Charles Barkley award. But Whoa. It, it, come on. It's, it come is on. what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, it just hurt. I used to like the round mound to rebound back in the day. Dog. I still like him. I love Barkley. I love Barkley. Still love Barkley. 
Yeah. Top yeah. 50. All but night. the reality right. is... It is what yeah. it is. You're right. <laughs> I got you. Right? I got so, I mean, you, you, you got that part. You, you got, like I said, the Mavs are surging right now. And I said you're right. It's timing and it's understanding your team and how that bench and rotation works. Uh, I was boo-booing Dim Witty coming in was like, oh, hell to the now. This is trash. How can you trade away Porzingis? But he's fit. He mm-hmm. has fit into this team. He and fit his defensive team. play, and oh, he man. gives it back to you on the offensive end. I that that was a sleeper move that no one's really talked about unless you're yeah. a Mavericks fan. The game, didn't I tell you on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I told you yeah. I told you on, on the past yeah. show. Shout yeah. out to my bro because he kind of let me know. Yeah, the, the yeah. true story that KP yeah. didn't really want to be here. Yeah, yeah KP he was, was like and taking games off he and not hurt. practicing and, yeah. and faking injuries. Yeah, he wasn't hurt. Yeah, you broke it, you broke it yeah, all it was, the way it was, down. It was time to do it. It was time man. to do it. It was time to do But said, let me ask you this. Let me ask okay. you this. Do you feel like, and it could be an NFL, baseball, NBA, or whatever, do you feel like the league sometimes has a way of <laughs> curving? Champions. Man, dude, come on. Put your aluminum hat back on. Come on, take it I'm off. Not, I'm not. Take your aluminum hat off, man. I'm asking. <laughs> Are you back with a conspiracy again? <laughs> <laughs> like this oh. WWE, man. Come on. Which I will be going to see it, this weekend. It, I know you will. Oh, it's this weekend? Yeah. Look at you. That came up fast, dog. <laughs> like a little kid. Like well, you know, we supposed to work on some things. I forgot. Said, do you feel like that can happen, man? I'm just asking. Oh, is, is, is it possible? Yes. It's possible by, by the refs, as we history has shown. It's possible by players fixing games. History has shown. Some um, conspiracy theories, but look what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just recently, you said football, basketball. Who was that, Ridley? Yeah. Was that Ridley? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, betting on games. And I went back and looked at some of his, his film. He went 15 yards forward and, and five yards back. <laughs> For what reason? Go back and watch. So, oh, is it possible to answer your question? Yes, it's possible. But at the end of the day, uh, I think you know everybody wants that 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 chip. So, I think the you know the best teams gonna gonna win eventually. But yeah. there's some probably some. But 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 I, you know I lived in Vegas for a long time too. I think the uh, sports books got a lot to do with it too. That's just my conspiracy. Hey, man. You know, yeah. a lot of money on the line. Anything. It's yeah. a free throw. You know what I'm saying? Someone goes out a few games and makes a big difference on the move of a line. And they have a they change they change a line in a heartbeat, don't they? Say yeah. like yeah. the line to come out and all of a sudden for the games, like it changed out of nowhere. You boy, hold on, what the hell they know in Vegas that we don't know? We don't know. That happened real quick. Yeah. So St. Peter's. We St. all Peter's. saw Cam. Oh, we yeah. all saw Cam Newton step back. There y'all go. Martin's Madden has a conspiracy window. Come on. Come on. They right, look, if St. Peter's won, Vegas would be broke. Broke. They would have broke them. Broke Vegas. Hey, Dick Stocks and uh, you know, hey, Jay Stocks, man. My boy said is a big time Cowboys fan, just like yourself. Let's yes, go. sir. And this came across Twitter the other day. And when I got it, I screenshotted it. I, 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 I tagged. Styles on the Twitter account, but I just really wanted to read this as I had two Cowboys fans here to really talk about someone that I've tried to give credit to before. My main man, Randy Gregory, the the comments he came out with after signing the deal in Denver. So Randy Gregory came out and said, 
Y'all want to blame the defense for the playoff loss when Dak played like shit. Then he recruits Von Miller while me and D. Lawrence are already here when we all know his play is why we lost. Now, you've already moved on to another team. You rejected the deal that the Cowboys gave you because of the, the drug testing stipulations that they put in. Is this just an ex, uh, disgruntled ex-employee, or is this some some merit to what Randy Gregory uh, put out there for the world to read about the Dallas Cowboys? Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for the is. record, my team, my team went to the Super Bowl. I'm <laughs> and lost. And again, go ahead. Oh, so, but y'all was yeah. at home. But we still have more. Y'all was at home. Like, so we can do this it. all night, but we're not, we man. Can, look, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Look. <laughs> I, is there, I believe, is, is there some truth to that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, there is. But is there some truth to him with his penalties? Yes. Is there some truth to the fact that that defense did not step up when they needed to, you know, to make those plays? Yes. Would it have been awesome to have Von Miller there? Absolutely. You can't tell me that you have a a person like Von Miller that can't make your linebacking core better, let alone defense and your whole team, because guess what? He's won a Super Bowl. Right. And he so, would have been back home. You know what I'm saying? He's from yeah, he's from he what like DeSoto, DeSoto, right? He went to DeSoto. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so if been you home. have people and, and you guys tell me this, okay? If you have people in the room that have won championships, that have they have been on winning teams, doesn't that change your team? Doesn't that change how, how, how you oh, work yeah. and operate? It's a whole new mm-hmm. dynamic in the locker room, man. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you want so, that you want that around you. So yeah, he's disgruntled. I think he, yeah, he's upset because they were like, look, we'll pay you. But you have to hold up some things on your end. It's not that we don't trust you. We just got to make sure that we're covered too. Right. So I right. mean, that's that's my take as a fan on it. But say, you, go ahead, brother. No, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I'm still uh, torn. Is, is Dak an elite quarterback in the league? You know, not I yet. mean, you know, not yet. not yet. And and that playoff football was some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. and and they lost in all phases. It wasn't just the mm-hmm. quarterback play. Yeah. They got beat down. And and, and they would have got beat in the next round too. So I don't think they was good enough anyways. They just wasn't, in my opinion. They wasn't ready. Um they took a step forward, but they, they wasn't ready for that level of football. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. and think about this, y'all. Randy Gregory had two Line up in the neutral zone in fractions yeah, during this game, but now he's calling out the offense. And this is my whole thing. And I've been there. You know what I'm saying? That even though I left Tampa on my own free will, my own choice to follow Coach Junji to Indianapolis, I felt a certain way when they got to the Super Bowl and I was watching it, right? Mm-hmm. But then a few years later, get injured in Indianapolis and get cut from the Colts. And two years later, they playing in the Super Bowl, winning that thing. I felt a certain way. Now, Mm -hmm. I could have came out and blasted everybody under the sun if I wanted to, but at the end of the day, why? So, to me, Randy Gregory, you went, you got your bread, you're going to make your money, you in the Mile High City, you like to smoke the ooey, you can go buy it at the shops, they still going to test your dumb ass, but you're going to go do it because you've shown not to make the best decisions that 
end up hurting your team, right? right? There's a time and place for everything. If he felt a certain way, just the way he came out about doing it, because this is my whole thing. Social media, like Twitter gives people the green light to go be Man. tough and mad, right. and they hit CNN later on. Like, he didn't stop to think. You still supposed to be cool with D, D. Lawrence. Yeah, but at, at, the, at the time, you said that you had a cool relationship with them people, but now you're calling out Dak's play, which it was evident with some of the plays he made. We all know that. Sure. We well, saw that. But at the same time, is that really the way to go about handling your business? To me, you moved on. You chose a new franchise to go play for. Mm-hmm. Why you got to bash them? If I'm Randy Gregory, with all the trouble I've been in in the past, <laughs> I'm only worrying about Sit me down. and what I need to do to, to make sure my name stays right and relevant right. and I don't right. get ran out of Denver for doing something dumb. Right. <laughs> when I read this tweet, I just start cracking up laughing. And it's not the fact that he decided to call him out. I was like, this the same fool that graffiti on the building, but he tell on his friend that did the half of the building that he didn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how much shit you've done to get right. called out on? Right. But you pointed Dak? What about you lining up in the neutral zone and giving them a, a first down? Right. Check ass and keeping drives alive. Two times. Right. But right. you're going to talk about how much shit he played like. Let it go. You got your bread. You got a nice contract in Denver. Right. Move on. Because you don't have to deal with that bad quarterback no more. And, okay, now you talking shit because Russell Wilson, your quarterback. You know what I mean? That's kind of what it came down to. I just thought it was a punk-ass move, personally. I just thought it's it's some things you do or you don't do. To me, I ain't got to call out that play because everybody see. Yeah. How, like Seth said, he don't think it was ready regardless. So, and it was like you said, all phases. I didn't even think to break it down like that. You know, we look at football in phases. All three of the phases play like 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 crap yeah, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. He decided to call out the quarterback. The quarterback. As true Cowboys fans, because I know fans from my other team can make comments about the squad in it, but you guys literally follow. And I ain't saying that I don't I follow the Cowboys as well, but you guys are diehard fans. What is it about this squad? That I mean, you look at them and you sit there and you you see that on paper they look wonderful. They look amazing on paper. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like year after year after year they just can't get this together. I don't know. Like, what is? Does it come from the top? Is it coaching? I can't say it's necessary to players because they got all the damn talent in the world. So I mean, like honestly, like from y'all's perspective, like what what is it, man? Uh, well. Uh- I was happy to see Garrett go. I couldn't stand Garrett's ass for years. Right. I, think, I, think, I think Jerry needs to go ahead and just hire a GM that's not a do boy, you know? And I think they need some veteran leadership that somebody's going to get in your ass in that locker room. Yeah. They yeah. just don't have it. They have nobody that's holding them. Hold, that No one's set them standard, accountable. And no like one's holding saying, anybody to one. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and typically that would be your quarterback, or that would be someone, you know, your linebacker or someone on your defense, you know, that's, that's, that would say, Hey, okay, enough's enough. We we need to step up. But, you know, I, and I think Micah is kind of that person. He's going to be that guy. He's He's just young. He's just young. He's a rookie. And yeah, a rookie rookie should not have to be your leader. Somebody should be in there telling him, Hey, youngster, this is how we're going to do this. And for him not to step up to speak on things, but he's the one. He, I mean, honestly, he's the one that I'm looking to to say, okay, what's he going to say about this? You know, mm-hmm. and you're right. To, to that point, you know, you're a vet. 
in a in a locker room and the rookie, they're coming to him saying, "Well, right. Micah, what, what do you think?" I mean, I think that that may cause some issues, but also I think just the way Dan Quinn has run that that uh that locker room on the defensive side mm-hmm. ha- has kind of shown. Look, the best players will play, and I'm going to give the mic to the best players that step up and that want to be leaders. Right. So I think that that helps on that side, on the mm-hmm. offensive side, because you have weak leadership on the offensive side. Ooh. You have weak leadership, you know. Uh, and I mean, from the coach, ain't no leader. Dak ain't no leader. No, Dak's shown that he's really not a leader. Reed. That's, that's not a that's not an info to Dak. You said that. You said I'll go that. all the way back to the Colin Kaepernick thing. Dak, yeah. time, at the time, time, being black, being a quarterback, had a chance. He he gracefully bowed down to do what Jerry wanted him to do. Ain't going nowhere. Stand together as a team. Use your platform for what it need to be used for. That's my whole thing, man. Look, I look at it like this. I you know even past the Kaepernick part, you know you have a running back that's out there messing up Mm -hmm. out in the streets. Right. You know you pull that dude to the side and say, "Hey, man, look, we trying to do something special here. Mm -hmm. We need you." Mm-hmm. Step, you know, step up. You know, what I'm saying whatever you're doing, cut it out. Right. That did not happen. You know, what nope. I'm saying. Yeah. Nope. And like I said, the leadership from the offensive side. When I talk about coaching, it is evident that there's none there. That's just passed down through Dak, who's doing exactly what his coaches are doing, which right. is not being leaders. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's why. So, you know, say. I mean, Y'all know this. You you guys know this. If you don't have that type of leadership in the locker room, right. it's going to step up and say, hey, this is how we're going to do this, and you do it. I mean, right. I, I keep pointing this out, man. Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl. This guy, Oof. Joe Burrow, got Joe sacked Burrow. 70 times. 70. They had a horrible line. Horrible. And but you defense, know how much that whole yeah, team respects up, Joe Burrow? No, don't get no shut set me up. Shut up. Man, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and I come straight at but, you. Oh, all I'm saying is this that squad, and, and look, when you look at their defense, you can't tell me that that was, you know, super elite defense, right? But no. what, what you did see was a team that had leadership that they said, look, Joe Burrow's the guy. We're going to go ahead, and this is how this train is going to move. And they moved. And right. Dallas just does not have that. Nope. That's why they won't win. Nope. Ouch. Man, that's real talk. Coming from real nope. Cowboys fans. Real talk. That's right there from the mm. Cowboys yeah. mouth itself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hey, y'all, we, we coming to a close. But it's something that, that struck me on ESPN yesterday. And I don't know if y'all saw this or noticed it. But there's a, a big array of veteran wide receivers that's still out there. And mm. here's some of the names of some receivers that haven't found a home yet. Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller, uh, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, and Odell Beckham Jr. Do y'all think it's a hot market for any of those guys that any team could use them? Or you no. think that they 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 waiting, they're going to be playing the waiting game after the draft? No, there's teams that could use them after the just draft. Just the fact who who wants to, yeah, yeah at that value. I mean, I think they're after the draft guys now. Yeah, okay. they're after the draft guys. Yeah. They're, they're not, not the they're not a, anymore. Right, it's the business side of it. it ain't the talent. 
So, and it works best, you know what I mean? Like they're waiting to see where they're going to plug in best, where they maybe get two or three years out of versus a one-year deal. And, you know, or somebody gets injured and then they be brought in. So, yeah, it's just a chess game. It's a chess game. I understand that. But the one Mm -hmm. name I thought that really surprised me out of all of them, Mm -hmm. I thought Jarvis Landry would have got picked up by now. Because I think he would have reworked his contract. And I still think he's the youngest out of all of those. Well, no, Will Fuller, sorry, uh, is the youngest out of that. Mm -hmm. Everybody I read on that list. Um, T.Y. Hilton had some glimpses of being good this year, but again, at the same time, he got hurt, and he's been hurt for the last three seasons. Mm. Um, so it doesn't surprise me there. A.J. Green is that old veteran receiver now, and he had some plays mm. last year in certain games, and I know Stoggs and I talked about it. Um, he would be that veteran leadership that I might look for in the locker room, like y'all said, after mm. draft time. But mm. Will Fuller, Jarvis Landry, I thought that those guys may have had a chance to get picked up sooner than later to go in and start learning uh, offenses and getting ready for this offseason to work out with these these teams, but it kind of just surprised me. Jarvis said he was interested in going back to Cleveland now that Deshaun is there. Mm, so sure. He may he may they may rework that deal. Yeah. They may they may rework him and Amari Cooper on one side. But. Hey, all y'all having your favorite team mm-hmm. and. You know, I'll go through and ask everybody because I know who I would want to bring into the Buccaneers. But out of that list, what receiver would you want to see join your franchise? Is is there one on there that you would be like, hey, we need to get him. He can help us out. I'll start. Mm-hmm. If it would be anybody, it would be A.J. Green because he used to bring be Bring it back, huh? Because he used to be a Bengal. Okay. Keep the veteran leadership in that. But, honestly, we don't need him. Not with T.Y., not with Jamar Chase, not with Tyler Boyd. We got a three-headed monster. We're good. Yeah, you're right. So, T.Y. is a little receiver, right? Yeah, he's a smaller receiver. T.Y., so, um, you Y'all know. Got Lamb. Yeah, C.D.'s the number one receiver now, so, and I don't know if that's going to work, if he's physical mm-hmm. enough. Uh, then, so, we need a number two. Mm-hmm. Hey, Julio, who's up in age, it wasn't very – Y'all need a number two. We need a number two. Jay, give me the list one more time. All right, so it's Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller. I forgot Jameson Crowder, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, and Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, man. That's tough. I know, right? (laughs) Draft. (laughs) I mean, it's because what you're looking at is Especially with like the Julio Jones and AJ Greens, right? They're veterans, but you know their contracts. You also have to look at, um, you know, they're making big money. And then when you start talking about Landry, who wants to go back to Cleveland, and I don't know if that's going to work at all. Um, you know, with that, it would have to be Landry. But see, I thought that's what I told Jay Styles before. Reed, I told him when they when they when they traded um, uh, Amari Cooper away, they should have got. They should have tried to get Landry with him knowing that the contract would have got reworked because yeah, to me, to you, you paid Gallup the money. You got yeah. CeeDee Lamb. Why? You put Jarvis Landry on the outside to help CeeDee Lamb out. CeeDee Lamb, Lamb still needs to play in the slot, even though he's yeah. going to be your, your yeah, number one. I think Jarvis Landry out of anybody could have helped you guys the most. But Landry but Landry is, is to me, he's somewhat like CeeDee Lamb where he's a, he's a, a very good route runner with good hands. He can burn a little bit, but he's not a big guy. Like, you need a guy you can throw the ball up, 
you know, that yes. six two six three. That's the way. That's what go. Will Fuller would have been good right. for y'all. Then you know what? Uh, and so out of that list, maybe Will Fuller. But again, if he's injury prone, I don't. We don't need that as well. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, or if he's having injuries, so I mean, out of the list, that's that's the issue that I think we run into is is you know. Uh, you know what, Cowboys? As, as I've said do. this. You know, I've said this. Dak cannot throw receivers open. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's going to be an issue. Tight end is going to be an issue. You know, uh, uh, especially. So it's 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 there's a lot that that's going to go there, man. And the line. So I'm looking at the draft to see who's there because honestly, as far as the those that are out there, I don't I don't see them fitting in the draft. Right. Either draft, or y'all need to give us some picks. Bring in DK Metcalf. Who ain't got no picks? That's do something. That would be something. <laughs> or if you had some trade capital, that would be a great receiver to bring into that you offense. Know, that DK. DK Metcalf is like a video game, dude. He's like a cheat code. It makes yeah. no sense at all how but big and fast and strong he is. Ain't gonna be in Seattle too much longer. But but they, no. they but they you know they're gonna want a lot. No, they're going to want a whole lot because they don't oh, have yeah. a whole lot going on up there. And yeah. they're going to have to get picks and other players to try to right. speed up the recovery process in Seattle. Right. Yeah, I had I had to ask that, guys. I know the two I thought about because we just got a gauge from Atlanta as a free agent. Um, um, Godwin is going to come back from the injury. So we had speed in the slots that we needed. We got Mike Evans, a big receiver. To me, if it was Tampa – I would have wanted to holler at somebody like a, like a Julio to come back and play in the NFC South or Jarvis Landry that could have just helped. You know who y'all need to get? to be the guys. You know who y'all need to get? No. I don't, Bing, you don't crazy. No, you need to get Ben Gay for Tom Brady. Get somebody really? else a Metamucil. See, I told you, Reed, I answered his ass. <laughs> <and I literally, laughs> he baited me into it again. Get some, get some Metamucil <laughs> for that dude right there. That's what he that's Whatever. What, hey, my old ass quarterback is still gonna outplay your young hmm. quarterback. Probably. Would y'all Probably. make a switch? Would y'all switch Zeke for DK and let Tony Pollard start? I would. I yes. would. Yeah. Let Tony Pollard start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. which they yeah. probably will do. They will probably draft another uh, another running draft back. They trade. Oh, draft. Hey, yeah. big games entertainment mock draft is coming, y'all and. Two weeks right here on the Chop Shop. We're going to break down the first round and have our mock draft and pick what we think these teams should go after with this upcoming draft. You know, it's a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to research a little bit. If we don't know, the simulator will help y'all. Just look at it before we go on the air so you kind of know who to put where. Hey, but that hour has come real quick. I want to say thank you real quick to my man, my brother from another mother, Said Pittman, thank appreciate you for coming it. on, man. We appreciate you. Hey, back anytime, you, bro. Anytime, anytime. you want to come back and chop it, chop it up, man. You let us know. We'll make sure that we bring you back here and uh and, and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, somebody said about? real quick before we go, Marlon Reed. Would y'all sign Cam Newton My bro, as a man. backup for your squad? Ooh, no. no, no, no. He could come back up time in Tampa. Or give me Baker. I'm back. You get Baker Mayfield at a rework deal. I'll take Baker Mayfield as a backup too. No, they yeah. said they, they keeping the Baker up there. I don't I mean, know they why. Want to. It's gonna be disgraceful. Nah. Baker ain't gonna be right. They better let that go, man. It ain't what gonna you be. Right. They, they signed Jacoby Brissett this week. They did. They, they signed Jacoby Brissett. Career backup. 
So why you need Baker hey man, for eighteen million? Thought. Hold that thought, y'all. We want to talk. Hey, hold that thought because we gotta let the next show come on ASAP. So again, right. man, big shout out to my man, said Pitt, to the musicologist. Hey, Reed, Reed, tell the people where they can find all your great music, man. Hey, man, y'all can find me, man, musicologist, M-U-S-I-C-O-L-O-G-I-Z-T, on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Follow this, MCXP Radio, because we always doing big stuff. My man, Big Game and Jay Stocks. It's always going down, you know. Hey man, I mean? y'all check out if y'all y'all like good music that don't just sound like the mainstream stuff they try to force down your throat. Go Never. check out a go check out a Reed man and and get a, a fresh break of a true uh, musician putting his talents to work. To my man Jay Stoggs, the buff nerd. Um, if there's Let's anything know. you want to know that makes no sense to you, ask the buff nerd. He might have an answer for you. All right. right. Hey, and I'm your boy. Big Game James. Y'all, please make sure to tune in to Jay Stoggs and I Thursday night on Big Game Sports Buzz. We're going to be breaking down this Final Four matchup that's about to take place uh, in this mm. national championship here in the NCAA tournaments next week. And also, you got to hit it up with our old hell nah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I got about 20 old hell nahs just from what happened Sunday night. So it's going to be night. hard to break it down this week, y'all. So again, for all my guests and co-hosts, I'm your boy Big Game James, and you've been watching The Chop Shot.